and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I am very happy that you chose to spend time with me today. You know, because it's like out of all the things that you could be doing today, you knowingly chose to spend time with me. And I think that's really, really awesome. Now, this, well today actually is like the first day that my kids go back to school. Oh my goodness, I am so excited. I could jump, scream, dance, whatever. I am really thrilled because several things happen when they go back to school. They got to go to bed early, so it's quieter earlier. They um, don't eat as much food because they are not in the house. So my grocery bill will probably decrease by a couple hundred dollars, which is amazing because they just eat so much. Like, oh my goodness, but we're out of that season right now. They're in school and I am thrilled. Another thing that happened today is that I can't believe it. I have two middle schoolers. Oh my goodness, I have a sixth grade and an eighth grader. And my baby, like my youngest kid, is in fifth grade. And next year, she'll be in middle school. So, yeah, pray for me. My kids are getting older. As I tell them, I'm getting younger. And, yeah, that's kind of how it's going. So, today, I am recording in my studio. I call it the Sonata. (laughs) My car. So, I'm recording from the Sonata today. I'm sitting in front of the school. So, if you hear any bells, horns, or anything, just remember, I'm sorry. I'm in car line. And this is my way of multitasking and doing more than one thing at once. So, just wanted to give you a heads up. If you hear any horns or any bells ringing, that's pretty much what it is. I am just sitting in car line waiting for my daughter. And that is what will be happening. Well, I don't know if I told you this or not. I can't remember. I think I told you last week um, that I had a job interview scheduled for this week. Or last week. So I did the interview. I think it went pretty well. But you know, it's one of those things where they have a lot of people that apply for different jobs. So it's one of those things where I hope I get it because then I will move to California sooner than later. But if I don't get it, I'm still fine with that because I know that I can move anytime I want. So I would just start looking for another job. But I was excited that they actually sent me an email and actually called me back. You don't know how many years I have been putting in applications in California. It's been for a while. I would say since 2014. This is 2019. So it's been for five years. And out of those five years, guess how many callbacks I had? You are right. I had no callbacks at all. So when I checked my inbox and checked my email and I saw a few weeks ago that I actually had someone saying they were wanting to interview me, I was ecstatic. So of course it means a lot that I actually did the interview. And the interview wasn't that bad. She let me do a phone interview which I truly appreciated because taking time off from work and buying a plane ticket, which is costly might I add if you are coming in from Alabama, would have been a lot. Would have been a strain, too, trying to get the time off from work and everything. So the fact that the lady let me do a phone interview was amazing. So they called me. She had someone else in the line. They asked me questions. I think I did pretty well. Um, They even sent me, like, things for references, and I had to take online tests, which I did pass. But, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up. You know how that is. Like, So I keep saying, Kiana, you know what? They have more than one person. Because I'm sure they had other good candidates and they did the same thing for them. So, not getting my hopes up. Fingers are not crossed. It's just like, whatever happens, happens. If I don't go, like, this year, then I'll go next year. But I'm just excited that they called me back. And I'm not just saying that as a 
little, you know, secondary prides. It's just like, okay, well, if they call me back, then if I continue to put jobs in or put in applications for California, then more people will call me back. And eventually I will get one of those jobs and I'll be able to move and go to a different state. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Alabama. I have been here since 2001. But let's all be honest with ourselves. At some point in time, I know for me, I need a change. I don't think I'm the kind of person that can literally, like, retire from one job. And they say, well, she worked this job for, like, 35 years of service. I don't think that's me. It's like I can give several jobs, you know, like, good 35 years of service. But I don't think I could do that with one job. Because here's how I am. It'll start off as fun, and I really like it. And then as time goes on, it'll become monotonous and mundane, and I just want to do something else. I think with me, I like to do other things. I'm the kind of person who I need some variety. I need to change it up a little bit. And I think that um, I've been in Alabama, like I said, since 2001. It's been 18 years. So I think I need to change it up and just totally do something different. I don't want to... um, be the person who just stay in one area and I also think it'd be good for the kids because my husband has some family in California and they would get to know their cousins but aside from that I remember when I was younger and when I was like 10 years old my mom and my dad moved from New Jersey to South Carolina and it really helped me because I know South Carolina is not such a huge place but imagine a little girl coming from New Jersey like the country part, not even the city part, but the country part of New Jersey, and to go to another state, it helped me. It molded my thinking, um, what I do. I think it had a lot to do with the fact that I even went to college because in South Carolina, the majority of people went to college. In New Jersey, I didn't see a lot of college influence. So I think it even helped me with that. So just being in a different place actually helped. Sometimes I look back and see some of the people that I knew in New Jersey you know, like on Facebook, and even when they talk to me, and it's like, they just stayed in the same place, and you can tell, and please, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with staying in the same place, but I'm glad that I had the opportunity to move, and then when I was in my 20s, I moved to Alabama, so you know, I've moved around, so I'm not afraid of change, I'm not afraid to move, I'm not afraid to do different things, I'm not even afraid to try a different career, which is what I'm going for, so you know, I'm excited. It's just like there's so much to do, and I'm just so, so excited that I get a chance to do all of these things. Now, I don't know exactly what it is you may want to do, and let me just tell you, you are never too old to start a new career or do something different. So don't tell me, Kiana, I'm 60. I can't. You can. It does not matter your age. Now, I know it's easy for me to say I'm not 60 or anything. I'm actually really young, but the point still remains. As long as you are alive and breathing, you can always change and do something totally different. So, I will keep you guys posted on the outcome of this interview. And I'll let you know whether I get to move sooner than later or if I have to wait. But regardless, I will be moving to California soon. And I'm excited. I just think it's going to be fun and I think it's going to be a good experience. So, that's just how it is. But going back to the interview... I was nervous when I first started the interview because I had not interviewed in years. Like, I've been working at the job I have now for eight years. So, eight years ago was my last interview. And then before that, I worked um, as a job coach for two years. So, you know, I interviewed for that, but I was doing an internship as well. And then before that, I was at uh, daycare. So, I haven't really had a lot of interviews with the jobs that I've had. And then for this job, 
when I did interview, you know, I got hired. So it's been eight years since I've done an interview. So when they called me, I was nervous. And it's funny because I'm doing the same thing I'm doing now as a counselor. I would be doing the same thing. But I was just nervous. They were asking me all these questions. And I was just like, okay, I know this is what I would do. So, you know, I had to give questions. I, would have to, I told about what I would do in different situations, how I would handle different situations. And, like, I, when, after the interview, my husband's like, how did you think you did? I was like, I think you did pretty well. But, you know, I was nervous. But I think I did since they followed up with me afterwards. But we'll know. Even if, like I said, we'll know what happens eventually. But this was one of the better interviews. Even though I was really nervous, this is one of the better interviews that I had. I remember when I was younger and I first started to interview, my interviews were horrendous. And I don't think I would have got my first job if it had not been for the fact that one of the managers at a McDonald's in my area went to my church. And he was like, well, Kiana, if you want a job, just come fill out an application and I'll hire you. And that's how I got my first job. To be totally honest, that's how I've got a lot of jobs. Got that job. Um, I got jobs in call centers, but that's because they like my voice and how I talked. And the job I got at the daycare is because I was um, I was working and I had a degree, so they hired me there. But um, I've, the other jobs that I've gotten pretty much has been because they liked me or because they knew me. Pretty much that's how it went. So I think that. With this job, the interview, it was just one of those things like, oh my goodness, I have not interviewed in years. I'm so nervous. But I think it went well. But like I said, only time will tell whether I get the position or not. Whether I do or I don't get it, I still think the interview went well. And I can use this as like a catalyst to start the interviewing process again. So we will do that. Now, I know all interviews do not go well because I've had some interviews that were total bombs and you were sitting there like, can we just end this? I know I did not get the job. But I want to hear from you what were some funny interview stories or maybe some interviews where you just totally bombed out or like this is just not going to work. So I am dying to hear from you. Like what interview stories do you have to tell me? I want a funny interview story about something funny that happened or how you were really nervous. I think I just want a funny interview story. So, if you have any interview stories, just go ahead to Music and Vibes podcast Facebook page and tell me all about it. The handle to that page is at the Music and Vibes podcast. Once again, the handle to that page is at the Music and Vibes podcast. I can't wait to hear from you and hear all the funny interview stories that you have. podcast I would like to talk about when it is time to let a dating relationship go notice I did say dating relationship and I did not say marriage as most of you already know I truly believe that most marriages can be saved if one or both person in the marriage would put in the work to save their marriage I do strongly believe that marriages should be for life however I do recognize that in some cases like infidelity 
even though, even with infidelity, a marriage can be saved and restored, I completely understand if someone is unable to move past it. Um, in cases of disrespect or physical abuse or violence, divorce is probably a viable option. And let me just go one step further. I'm not going to tell anyone how to live their lives. I'm not going to look down on anybody if they do get a divorce for whatever reason it is. It's just my personal belief, but that has nothing to do with your belief and shouldn't influence what you do. But if you think like me and would like, you know, to have a long marriage, then I think that sometimes... It is easier if you spot, like, warning signs while you're dating before you commit and go ahead and say, I do. It's kind of like if you see, a, if you're dating and there are warning signs and things you know, okay, I cannot marry this person, we would not be good, I can't live like this, then go ahead and let it go while you're dating. Because then when you're married, you don't have to go through a divorce, you don't have to go through the emotional scars and hurt and baggage. Now, yeah, in dating, you will get hurt, but I don't know, it's like, is something that just seems like more intense if you're married to a person. So that is why I want to talk to you about relationship um, issues that you can probably see in advance if you pay attention to red flags. Now, I want to be that person who's been married for 40 years, you know, or more. That is just what I want to do. And I strongly believe that 90% of major issues that people experience could have been avoided if we trusted our intuition and did not ignore the red flags that were there. Now, there are some red flags that may be something like, okay, you need to work this out before you get married. But then there are other some there are other red flags that are like, okay, you need to let this go and not get married. So that's what I want to talk about. Now, for me, a red flag could be anything that you see that goes against your core value and beliefs. It can cause problems in a relationship. For example, when I was in my 20s, like early 20s, I was dating, but most of the guys who are in their early 20s are not trying to get married anytime soon. And I was like, I just want a long-term relationship, and they did not. And instead of recognizing signs that, okay, this person doesn't want a long-term relationship or they don't want to be exclusive or anything, I just kept letting myself get drawn to these type of guys, and I kept talking to them. And it wasn't until, like, months later I realized, oh, we're not at the same point. They are not interested in a relationship, and I am. And then I would be all hurt and sad, and then I would do the same thing over and over and over again, which is crazy. Like, you see it once, why well, keep doing the same thing? But I would. And so that was my problem. Now, the red flag was that not so much that this person was a bad person, because you don't have to be ready to get married at a time somebody else is. But the whole thing is, the reason why it's a red flag is because that's not what I wanted. See, I think red flags are things that are also not what you want. So it's like, I wanted to, they didn't. That's a red flag. Okay, Keanu's time to move on. Not because this is a bad person and not because this person is not going to be good for someone else. It's just not right for you. And so I think that's what some red flags are. So instead of letting yourself get all emotionally invested and drawn into this relationship that you probably shouldn't be in anyway, I do believe when you're dating... Knowing when to let someone go is important. Now, I'm not saying let someone go over every little thing, because that is crazy. Everyone has problems, no one's perfect, and I do believe in dating relationships, there are times you have to compromise and work through things, because that's what life is about. However, if you see that this is not a viable relationship, and if you're desirous to get married then there's no need to hang around and stick with that person. They could change one day, but do you want to be like the 40-year-old who finally get married because your boyfriend of like 30 years finally decided to marry you? It's just like, I don't know. But I do think that at some times it's 
important to know when to let your relation when to let a relationship go and it has a lot to do with knowing yourself and knowing what you want so that is the first thing i think i talked about it earlier you have to know yourself probably in a previous podcast i think it was um i wish or it could have been the one last week but i know in a previous podcast i talked about knowing yourself because if you know yourself and know what you want then you'll know when to let a relationship go and you, you'll let that relationship go, not because you're just letting everything go and you're just looking for the perfect person. No, you'll let it go because you realize this is not right for me. And so that is important. So the first sign before, well, the first step before you do any of this is knowing when to let someone go. Now, I guess the question is, um, how do you know when to leave a relationship without always sabotaging your relationships? So I'm going to give you some signs to look for when determining when it's time to let your relationship go. All right, number one, your trust has been broken many times. Now, trust is important in a relationship, and it's always imperative that you know that you're married to someone you can trust. That is why if you feel as if you're dating someone, and they're continually breaking your trust, and you feel like you cannot trust them, then maybe this is the time to reevaluate that relationship and possibly let it go. And here's why. I see it like this. When you're dating, you know we're all in our best behavior, like we do the we do the thing that we feel that would impress our, you know, the person we're dating. We're on our best behavior. Like, we're the perfect people. So, if during this stage when we're trying to impress each other and be the perfect people, and you keep breaking, and that person you're dating keeps breaking your trust during the stage when they should be on their best behavior, but they keep hurting you and breaking your trust, imagine what will happen once they really get to know you. Because if this is how they are on their best behavior, imagine what it's going to be like when they get to know you for a while and then, you know, we kind of let our guards down, it will probably not be good. So that's why I say, if you are dating and you cannot trust them, then you should probably let that relationship go because you do not want that marriage to, yeah, you don't want to be married to somebody like that. It would be an important, it would really not be a good marriage. So I just say, you don't want to add distrust and not being able to trust your partner to a marriage equation so let that relationship go if you're dating someone and you cannot trust them number two their actions doesn't match their words when your partner continues to give you empty promises or saying one thing and acting another way then this is also a sign that you need to let that relationship go for example i had a example in my life where when i was dating of course um, a guy was like, yeah, I really like you a lot. I want to spend time with you, but he never made time to spend with me. It was always an excuse or he would say he's coming, but he would never show up. And so his actions did not match up with his words because he was saying he wanted to spend time with me and hang out and do all this stuff, but his actions just didn't do it. So I just think if you're in a relationship where your boy, future boyfriend or girlfriend, when they're just saying one thing and they're doing another thing, then you may want to reevaluate it and let it go. Let that relationship go. Now, I'm not saying... I mean, it could be a reason why they're unable to do what they say they're going to do. But I just think if that is important to you, having people follow through what they say, then this may not be the person or the relationship for you. And it's time to recognize that and let it go instead of letting it drag on for years before you finally be like, oh man, this is just not going to work out. Recognize it, let it go. The next one, number three, is that the person you're in a relationship with won't spend quality time with you. Now, I know that there's a guy or a girl out there 
that does not agree with me. But let's face it, if you are really in love with a person and you want to spend every moment with them, you will make an effort to spend time with them. I don't want to hear you're too busy or that they're too tired when they get off from work, even if it's true. You know why? People find a way to do things that they want to do. That is why a man can work 40 hours a week and then spend the weekend watching football or playing golf. Therefore, you know, a woman can go to work, take care of the kids and the house, and still find time to go to the mall or get hair done or do what she wants to do. Because you will find a way to get what you want to do with the time you have. So if you're in a dating relationship and your significant other is already too busy to be spending time with you, then you should probably let that relationship go. And just to make it fair, I'm not just talking to ladies. I'm talking to... I'm not just talking about the ladies and talking to the guys. I'm talking to ladies too. So guys, if you're in a relationship with a lady or a woman and she's too busy for you, you may want to let that relationship go. Now let me just say this, okay? I understand people are busy and they have lives, but it's important at some point if you want the relationship to grow and progress, you know, beyond the initial stages that you spend time with each other. And if the person is not able or willing to do that, then the relationship will not progress as you may want it to. So that is why I say it is time to let that relationship go. Now, another let go of the relationship sign is different values and morals. Now, people have different values and morals, and it is fine. It's okay to be different. We're all different. And your values and morals don't have to be the same. But I don't think that they can be so drastically different and you still are able to live in harmony. Example, let's say there's a Christian and an atheist. Now, the atheist would believe his beliefs or her beliefs, and the Christian would believe his or her beliefs. But the point is, how would you guys really coexist? How would you make it work? Because at some point, you want to talk about what you believe. Like, I'm a Christian, so it was important to me that my husband was, so I could talk to him about Christian things. And even if you don't believe that you have to marry a Christian, it could just be someone who's sympathetic and knows about God and religion and who's willing to have an open mind about it. Because if you guys get married and have kids, it would be a huge argument about what the kids are going to be and how that will turn out. So that is why I do think that if values are extremely different like that, you should probably evaluate whether this is something you can live with and or whether you should let the relationship go even if someone's an atheist like they may not want to hear you talk about god all the time so it may be annoying to them so it's important to know what you can and cannot live without and if you see that this is a value issue or moral issue that's going to cause a huge problem then you need to just let that relationship go now Number five, I think goes without saying, but if you are in a physical or verbally abusive relationship, then you need to let that relationship go. Now, we always talk about physical, but I think verbally abuse, verbal abuse is just as bad. So if you're in this time of relationship, let it go, because if you stay longer, it's going to tear down your self-esteem and stop you from doing what you want to do and stop you from being like the best person you can be. So any kind of physical or verbal abuse in a relationship, let it go. No ifs, ands, or buts. Just get out, let it go. Number six, you are constantly making excuses to your friends and family about their behavior. Now, if you feel the need to constantly make excuses for your new love interest to your friends and family, then this could be a sign you need to let that relationship go. This could also be a sign that you are subconsciously ignoring potential warning signs and that you are not following through with your instinct. Regardless of what it is, if you're constantly making excuses to them, then yeah, it's probably time to let that relationship go. Number seven, you are always overextending yourself and getting nothing in return. 
Once again, if you find that in your new relationship, you're always the one making all the sacrifices and the compromises and going the extra mile to make things happen, then it might be time to let that relationship go. A relationship is about give and take. It is about both people making a compromise for the good of each other. And if you are not in a relationship with someone who understands this, then you need to let this relationship go now before you get married. Because I guarantee, if they are not willing to compromise compromise with you now, then imagine what it's going to be like to be married to someone who puts themselves or their priorities above you and your needs. So before it gets to that point, it's best to let the relationship go. Number eight, feeling restricted. Now, if the relationship is making you feel suffocated or unable to be yourself around the person, then yeah, it's probably time to let the relationship go. Nothing could be worse than being married to someone who does not accept you for who you are and forces you to be someone you are not. Number nine, you fight all the time. Now, if you're in a relationship, and I say this all the time, and you are constantly fighting, then you probably should let that relationship go. Yeah, it's normal to fight and disagree in a relationship, but if that is all you guys are doing and you're just dating, the marriage potential is not looking very good or promising. And this is a sign that you should probably let that relationship go. And finally, number 10. If you're in a relationship and you find yourself feeling alone the majority of the time while you are dating that person, then it's a time... Is a time and a sign to let that relationship go. Now, while all of these are good indicators of when to let a relationship go, like I said earlier, it's important to know who you are and to know yourself and what you want out of a relationship. That way, you will always know that you are able, you'll know what you're doing. You'll have, you'll be able to make informed decisions and you will be able to make healthy decisions about when to stay in a relationship and when to let a relationship go. And then once you have let the relationship go, try not to go back to the same old relationship out of loneliness or desperation. Remember, there's a reason you left, and you left for a reason. And that reason is so that you can move on to healthy and better relationships. Alright, so I hope I clarify when to let a relationship go. And you probably have some of your own, you know, that you know that helps you know when to let a relationship go so just remember follow your instincts listen to your gut feeling because most of the time your gut feeling is the right feeling and let things go before you get overly invested emotionally so that you can be in a healthy state in a healthy place to move on and potentially find a relationship that is good for you and that's a match for you Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called I'm Over You, and it is about a woman who recognizes the warning signs and let go of a relationship. So without further ado, here's the song, I'm Over You. I once said, if you break my heart once, it won't happen again. I gave you chance after chance because I loved you. I'm 
I would like to thank our sponsors, Unique Music, and the Music and Vibe Store for their continued support of the program. Unique Music is a publishing company that represents all the music heard here on the show. Thank you, Unique Music, for your sponsorship. I would also like to thank our sponsor, the Music and Vibe Store. The Music and Vibe Store is an online store that sells accessories and shoes that have flair that will make you the envy of all your friends. Now, the Music and Vibe store will be opening sometime within the next couple of months, so stay tuned to the podcast to find out the details about the grand opening. Guys, I honestly say I just want to thank you for taking time to hang out with me today. I love and appreciate all of you. And don't forget to share this episode of the podcast with your friends and family. I also want to remind you to go to iTunes or Apple Music and go to the Music and Vibes podcast. Long story. I just call the podcast Music and Vibes, but if you want to look it up on Apple Music, it's called The Music and Vibes Podcast. Yeah. I'll try to remember to put in the show notes exactly how it's written out. So just go over there to subscribe and also leave a review for the show. After you do that, I want you to send this episode to a friend. All right, guys, thank you so much for spending time with me today, and I can't wait to spend time with you next week. Bye-bye for now, and we'll talk later. (laughs) Bye.